0: She's
1: a small wonder I'd like you both to meet Vicky.
0: a child unlike other girls And That's a real kid right
1: no no it's a robot made of plastic
0: microchips
1: here and there My voice input child identicant I, I pronounce it Vicky. <laughs>
2: Hey there, everyone. Angela Bowen here, the host of She's a Small Wonder, a Small Wonder podcast. Well, today I am talking about another after-school special type of television episode for Small Wonder. It's season three, episode five, It's Okay to Say No. It's Okay to Say No, which aired October 10th, 1987. Jamie and Vicki helped the police catch a drug dealer. Damn. <laughs> they are hitting at season three. When I went at the end of season two and re- kind of went through the list of episodes in season three, there's so many good ones this season. Oh, my gosh. 7.9 out of 10 based on 19 ratings. We have Bob Claver directing. We have writers Matt Geller. Howard leads the creator Warnes Murray and Bruce Kane. Let's see, there. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! This is a quote, and I'm not gonna say it because I don't want you guys know I don't want to use episodes ahead of time. That's that's the funness of it, honestly for me. <laughs> you get my true reactions. So, yeah, I am excited to see where this episode goes. There are actually probably a few duds in season three, but I wouldn't think. Let's see here. What do we got? Read My Lips is another one. Jamie befriends a deaf boy for the wrong reasons. My guess is he wants the boy to lip read so he can find out what people are saying. So... I'm just gonna jump into this episode. I'm ready for this. Let's do this.
1: <laughs> Wait till they see this. This is really gonna make their jaws drop. Okay, one more test before we go in for breakfast. Okay, Vicky, drink. Drink. Okay, did that go down okay?
3: <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: All right, better fix that.
3: Okay, answer me again. Did that go down all right? It went down all right.
1: Okay, good. Now let's try eating something solid. Uh, Vicky, you're uh, supposed to
3: eat it with a fork. Eat it with the fork. No, you
2: don't eat the fork, girl.
1: Didn't
2: use the good silver. Okay, so actually, that is one thing I think that was explained for season three because the writers had to explain why. Well, the actors, they're human beings. They grow. That's how it goes. Kids are going to get taller. And in Vicki's case, being a robot, She can't get tall. She can't get older. So they have to explain away that. So that's why Ted made some adjustments. And now he's going to surprise Joan and Jamie by having Vicky eat. And I can only imagine that he's not going to say anything. And they're going to flip out as soon as she starts taking a sip of milk. Or, and the fact that he's like, oh, no, you're supposed to eat it with a spoon. I don't know what he was having her eat, but of course she was eating the spoon, and I think it was a plastic spoon. But even still, it's like, well, good thing he corrected that then, because, <laughs> All right, so let's see how this goes. I totally forgot. When I saw that, I'm just like, oh, yeah, that's right. This is that season. And the thing is, I keep wondering, like, why the hell do they keep fucking putting her in that damn red and white dress? It's because. It's built so that way, if he has to make adjustments via the uh, compartment in her back, all he has to do is zip the back of the dress just a little bit and then that way. Otherwise, it's like if she's wearing a t-shirt, that's going to look weird. Like, oh, let me pull the back of your t-shirt up. It's like, no. Oh, hi. Uh, Sit down. Breakfast is ready. Uh, Why
1: don't you ask Vicky to sit down and have breakfast too?
0: Because robots don't
1: eat. Oh no, uh, Vicky here. Uh, sit down and eat breakfast. <laughs> Mom, she's
3: eating.
1: Yeah, she can. Uh, she can even pig out. them Vicky. Pig out. <laughs> okay, slow it down, Vicky.
3: <sighs> that's amazing how, how
1: does she do that well i installed a flash dehydrator and a polynucleotide processor in her
2: that makes sense yeah sure that metaf- the terms, that's sort of like a trash compactor that separates the solids in the food from the water
1: you see the water is used to cool her internal systems and the solids are used to create energy and byproducts and of course you know what that means what well, Vicky can use the bathroom now.
2: Oh! Gross. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> It'll be like living with a real sister. Who wants to take a
1: number
0: to get into
3: the bathroom?
0: <laughs> that's incredible. She's getting more human every day.
1: Well, that's the whole point, honey. I mean, now when you take her to school with you, when you substitute teach, and the kids won't get suspicious because she never eats, right? Yeah. I
3: was running out of excuses. I was down to telling everyone she's fasting for the Jewish holidays. <laughs> well, speaking of school, we
0: better hurry up and finish that, or we'll be late. I've got an early faculty meeting.
1: You can stop eating now,
0: Vicky.
3: <gasps> <laughs> yes,
1: what was that noise? Well, I think we just heard the world's first electronic burp. <laughs>
2: so i thought that he was gonna have her sit down and like eat with them and surprise them but of course ted goes in with vicky into the kitchen and says hey uh honey why don't you ask vicky to sit down and eat and joan says well because she's a robot she doesn't eat <laughs> but surprise surprise she actually can and apparently she can even pig out, which is basically she's eating oatmeal. Like you put the fast forward button on her. And he's explaining, and so and whenever Dad starts talking in his computer tech mumbo jumbo that goes way over Joan's head, she's like, "Oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it's like she's like like a human com, uh, compactor or." Uh, food disposal or something to that effect and he just explained like uh he that separates like the food and the moisture and everything and it doesn't like mess up her circuits and apparently he also says it creates waste so she can also go to the bathroom now and it's like and Jamie's like great now I'll have to take a number to use a bathroom. I thought he's gonna say, "Look, like, great." Is she gonna have to wear a diaper and I'm gonna have to change her diaper? Like, no, I don't think it's gonna go that far. So, Joan tells Jamie, "Look, I gotta get to school. I got a faculty meeting because apparently she's now 100% on the staff as a regular teacher." We see this bitch, Jessica. We actually see the courtyard lunch outdoor lunch table area. Maybe it's just easier that way, so they don't have to build another set that they would rarely show. And (laughs) Vicky burps, and Jamie's like, "What was that?" And Ted says, "Oh, I think we just heard the first electronic burp." Oh, there's
3: Jessica. Boy, is she beautiful.
2: Get the fuck out. She
3: smells so good. She makes steam come out of my ears. Get steam (laughs) come out of my ears.
2: Oh,
0: why are we?
3: Vicky. you go over there and eat your lunch. I have to talk to Jessica. No,
2: you don't! Hi, Jessica. Oh, hi, Jamie. I bought you lunch today. I health
3: so I got you a low-calorie salad because I know you like to watch your figure. Okay. Hey, I don't mind watching it myself. What
2: the fuck is this girl? She's not would being be a bitch. Will you go
3: to the school dance with me next week? Oh, Jamie, of course I'd like to go with you. You want? Great! But four other boys invited me, and I'd like to go with them, too. Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> it can be a curse being so popular. Well, I can fix that. Just go with me and you won't be popular anymore. That doesn't make But, uh, Jamie... You didn't get me anything to drink. I suddenly feel
0: dessertish.
3: Oh well, I'm afraid my wallet may be a little empty-ish.
2: <laughs>
3: well, that's okay. I'll
2: pay for it. Oh, that's very nice of you. No problem. You can pay me back. <laughs> Excuse me? Okay. We are two episodes away from who done it. And he's back to like I'm gonna hang out with Jessica! Oh, she looks so pretty. She's so beautiful. Oh, she smells so good. I want to smack him. Why are we... This kid learns nothing. Nothing. It just irritates the hell out of me. And I felt that... For a second, I thought she was like a pod person because I'm like, who the hell is this Jessica? Because the gist that we all know is a fucking bitch, and when she's acting on, you know, she's not, like, being a bitch to him, she's actually, like, smiling, and, like, not telling him he stinks, and he's a, a what have you, so I'm like, well, at first I'm like, okay, did she get a brain transplant, because who the fuck is she? And then she's like, oh, no, I'd love, oh, she even says, I'd love to go to the dance with you before other guys already asked me, and I have to go with them. Overcommitting, I'd say. Ugh. So he actually bre- buys her a little salad, and then she's like, oh, I'm feeling, like, thirsty. Can you get me a drink? And he's like, oh, sorry about that. My wallet's pretty empty-ish. I broke the bank on your sal- mini salad there. Because he's like, oh, I'm watching your figure. Oh, I know you're watching your figure, and I'm watching your figure. and see eyes are up and down. Ugh. <sighs> like, damn. And then she's like, oh, no, I'll go get my drink myself, and then you can pay me back. I'm like, <laughs> I ain't paying you back, bitch. You can pay me back for this skank-ass tiny salad I bought you. So, now, because Vicky's sitting by herself, no one's sitting with her, not surprising, and then some mulledy 20-something-year-old hanging around the fence looking for his next victim, apparently, because, like, hey, kid, so I guess he's going to try to get her, give her drugs, like, he's going to make her a drug mule or something, like, just some random kid by themselves. Let's see how this goes over.
3: Hi. Are you doing, kid? I can go to the bathroom now. <laughs> Great, Yeah, well, uh before you do that, tell me something. You uh you ever get high? Not since I fixed the television antenna on the roof. <laughs> putting me on, huh? <laughs> putting you on, huh? <laughs> kid, I like you. And I, uh, think I
1: got something here you're gonna dig. You know what these babies are?
3: What are those babies? Speed. Where you been, huh? Get <coughs> real. Take these and you'll fly. I'm talking space out. You'll be able to move on. On the moon. <laughs> so, uh,
2: why don't you try it, huh? You'll like it.
3: Try it. I'll like it.
2: So how much money you got I?
3: I don't got any money.
2: Oh, well, okay, okay. That's cool. First batch is on me, a freebie. Next batch is gonna cost you some cash.
3: Why do I get some cash?
2: Your father's got a wallet, right?
3: Your mother's got a purse, right? Right. Right, so when they're not looking, you just reach in and grab some cash. Got it. Here. (laughs) These will get you buzzing like a bee. Now
1: put them in a safe place. If you want more, next Tuesday after school. For twenty dollars in this pot.
3: In that pot.
2: Yeah, I'll take the money and leave the pills. Understand?
3: Understand. Safe place. Pot cash.
2: <coughs> hey, and don't tell anybody. I will see it, kid. You can uh you can go to the bathroom now.
3: First I have to take a number. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh <clears throat> this guy is hanging around. The outdoor lunch pavilion area. And he's like, hey, hey, kid, how you doing? And Vicky says, I can go to the bathroom now. And the guy is just like, he doesn't know what to say to that. Uh, great, yeah, anyway. uh, Hey, let me ask you something. Do you ever get high? And, of course, Vicky thinks he's being literally, like, high up. Referring to high up. Like, not since I, fin- I fixed the television antenna on the roof guy is just desperate for anyone to buy that bag of drugs he's got in his pocket. And when he shows them to, their, to her, they're a bunch of, I get—I believe it's speed? It's like a bunch of speed pills. So that's interesting that they, Ted, unbeknownst to him, made it so Vicky can consume food or what have you. So she's going to take I, I wonder if she takes it, how this drug is going to affect your system. This guy is, and the thing is, there is no, there's just a random opening here in the chain link fence for him to just walk through. And he's like quickly looking to see if there's any adults around. There's not. None of the other kids, if they're there, are even paying attention. She is in a prime spot for just any pedophile to come and grab her. Because there is, I mean, is there anybody, anybody can walk through that, like, it looks like six to eight feet of open space. And she's at the last lunch table right over there. It's like the prime spot to get kidnapped. Or in this case, offer drugs. So, he sits down next to her at the lunch table. It's like, hey, get a load of these babies. You know what these are? And she has no clue. It's, like, it's Speed. Where you been, huh? Oh, like, dude, you were in a elementary school lunch yard. I'm sorry, but I don't think all those kids are going to know what those drugs are. And probably the ones that might know are the ones that probably have older siblings that are pushing them to sell the drugs to the kids. I thought this guy was going to have, like, a younger sibling or something at this school who he was giving the drugs to to sell the children. But no, he's looking for his own drug mule to, uh, provide... Well, it doesn't... Yeah, he doesn't even bring up the fact, like, oh, well, hey, why don't you go around, sell these pills to the kids... For, like, a buck a pill or whatever. He's basically trying to get her hooked on it so he can have a return customer. And he asks her, like, hey, you got any money on you? Oh, you don't. Well, here's what you do. Your dad's got a wallet, right? Your mom's got a purse. Go in there, sneak a 20 out, and when you get that 20, bring it back to this flower pot and pick up this plant that's in this flower pot, and put it right there. He's like, I'll be back next Tuesday. And the guy's, like, telling her, like, hey, if you take one of these, you're gonna fly. I mean, spaced out. And he's, like, attempting to do a bad version of the Michael Jackson moonwalk. He says, you'll be able to moonwalk on the moon. And he thrusts his arms in the air and goes, woo! And I'm thinking, okay, did you watch that episode of Silver Spoons? where Ricky met Alfonso in season three, early season three, and he was teaching him how to do the moonwalk. Because he's doing an impression of Ricky Schroeder, or, or uh, Ricky Stratton right now. So the fact is, this guy doesn't realize everything he says, she's repeating back to him. He just wants to so- get those drugs so fast sold so that way she'll take him and become a return customer. What's the matter, guy? Can't you peddle it around your own damn school? <laughs> or if people caught on that you're a pusher? Oh, oh, but this first batch, he says, oh, this is a freebie. I got this, okay? But the next one's gonna cost you. Just take some- Yeah, he's like, you gotta have cash on you next time. And she's like, where do I get cash? And then he talks about, like, oh, your mom or your dad's wallet or your mom's purse. I'd be like, no, Dad, like, you know what? Nobody carries cash on them, like, 40 years later down the road, so. Sorry. What am I talking about 40 years later? This is more like 36 years later down the road. We haven't hit 2027 yet. So when he leaves, they're like, oh, I'll see you, kid. Uh, Oh, guess what? You you can go to the bathroom now. And she says, first, I have to take a number. (laughs) This guy is walking out of the lunch yard. He's like, putting his head, like, who is this kid? I don't. Uh." (laughs) Alright, so Joan. Why in the hell is that monkey bar set still in the bath? Get rid of it. Oh, my goodness. They need to have, like, something there. Ugh. But a basketball hoop. When's the last time we saw the basketball hoop? I mean, they have it on the, uh, in the front of the garage, I thought. But even still, Lee, Joan and her fixation with plants... The shirt she's wearing is kind of a olive greenish, almost to match what she's doing. I gotta say, and it seems like this is, something about Joan's hair, it's almost, feels almost kind of light, looks almost kind of lifeless, like there's not a lot of oomph, which it's good we don't want too much oomph, but it just feels like someone let the air out of her hair.
3: with the guys. You walked Jessica home from school.
0: Put <laughs> a sock in it, Vicky. There's <laughs> nothing to be embarrassed about, honey. She's a very pretty girl.
2: But she's a bitch.
3: I don't kiss up to any woman. When it comes to women, I'm smooth.
0: No, you're not. <laughs> Oh, Vicky, would you help me here? uh, Water these plants, and I'm going to go and put the casserole in the oven for dinner.
3: Safe place.
2: Oh, shit. (laughs) She's the drugs. try
3: it you'll like it <laughs> what, <a character.
0: laughs> what happens here?
2: So, Jamie and Vicki come home from school, and Jones like, well, why didn't you guys wait for me? I would have driven you home. And Jamie's like, oh, I wanted to walk home with the guys. <laughs> no, he didn't. He walked Jessica home. <clears throat> nah, 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 nah. He ain't got no moves either. <laughs> I'm like, your mom's seen your moves. You suck. In regard to that. <laughs> so, the thing is, Joan's got to put the casserole in the oven, so she tells Vicki to water the plants. And she's kind of missing the guy's words as far as when he says put the $20 in a safe place, like in the flower pot. So she ends up putting the drugs there. And, of course, she takes, like, the potted flower and just puts it underneath the soil. And just the... (laughs) plant is now kind of tilted so when Joan comes in there or outside to continue watering she notices the left side of plant and then she pulls out the baggie of drugs immediately the camera zooms in on her concerned face and she says Jamie's into drugs she doesn't go oh my gosh where do these come from? She didn't say anything. She just assumed, like... I'm like, you saw Jamie walk into the house. Vicky was the only one out there. But then again, it's... I mean... And then this music cue, when we're in the house, when Joan's setting the table, she's just so... uncomfortable with her finding it. I mean... You'd think she got the news that something happened, like something terrible happened to Jamie or something like that. And now Ted comes home. This, honestly, I get it. The episode is only like, what, 24 minutes long? And there's like 12 minutes left, so they got a lot to try to cover in these 12 minutes (laughs) to get to this resolution. I mean, I, I, I surely did not believe, like, I don't know why, I just thought, like, because they made it where Vicky can eat, like, she was going to consume one of the pills and we'd see something. But, no, we weren't going to see anything. Why didn't I think we, we were going to see something like that? But, uh, let's see how this develops. This definitely is not what I thought. Of course, what you and know, what I thought was so far-fetched, like, no way would they put that on TV.
1: kiss,
0: huh? Ted, we've got a drug problem.
1: Don't worry, honey, I'll get you in the Betty Ford Center.
0: Not me yet. Look, I found these hidden in the flower pot in the yard. What? I can't believe it. Our son into drugs. Well,
1: I can't believe it either. Did you
0: ask him about it? No, I wanted to wait until you got home. I suppose he's getting the money to pay for these things. Hey, come on,
1: honey, I've got a wallet, right? You've got a purse, right? right you stay out of this
0: <laughs> have you noticed any money missing from your wallet not that I know of
1: oh uh, here we go you just can't seem to understand how deadly drugs are I, I just think these haven't done any permanent
0: damage
1: to them well if they haven't I will <laughs> oh my god hi yeah I'll bet you are
2: <laughs> damn
1: What's that supposed to mean? Don't give me that wide-eyed Bambi look, Jamie.
3: What do you know about these drugs? Drugs? Oh, no. Dad, are you into drugs?
1: (laughs) Don't get cute with me, Jamie. Your mother found these outside in the flower pot. And don't try to tell me the tooth fairy put them
0: there. Jamie, how could you do this to yourself? They could kill you. You think I put them there? Mom,
3: Dad, they're not mine. I swear it. I mean, sometimes they act dumb, but I'm not stupid. Jamie,
1: don't lie to me. Where did you get this junk?
3: I'm not lying, Dad. Honest. I wouldn't go near drugs. What well, are you then, kid? Get real. <laughs> I'm spaced out.
0: Oh, <laughs> I can run on drugs.
2: Yeah, again, because she assumes that Jamie's into drugs. It's not like she would ever assume that Vicky had procured those drugs somehow. So when Ted comes in, she just, she's, she's, he's like, oh, honey, how how was your day? And she says, devastated. I'm devastated. Oh, they interesting choice of words, honestly. Um, she says, "And, and uh, Vicky's a robot, so." But then again, it's like she overhears stuff. I would have just taken him aside. Like, can I see you in the other room, please? I need to tell you something. Um, I found these drugs. Right away, she's like, we have a drug problem. I'd be like, And he's like, okay, I'll get you to the Betty Ford Clinic. Because apparently, that was the only thing in the 80s. Because so, they didn't say Mary Free Bed Clinic. They said the Betty Ford Clinic. So, she pulls out this Ziploc bag of drugs. And immediately, of course... Ted's mind goes straight to Jamie because who else would have brought drugs in the house? Surely not Vicky. So, and then Jamie comes in. He's like, hi. And Ted says, yeah, I bet you are. And Jamie is sincerely like, Dad, I may be dumb, but I'm not stupid. Like, I would never take drugs. And Ted's like, oh, don't give me that, like, doe-eyed Bambi look, kid. (laughs) Jeez. She even said, yeah, Joan, before Jamie even comes, she's like, I hope he hasn't done any permanent damage to his body. And Ted says, well, if he doesn't, I will. I'm like, okay. Well, at least he didn't mention spanking." It's like, your kid is, like, 13 years old at this point. We gotta, we gotta stop (laughs) with that. And... They also mention before Jamie comes in, the, have you noticed any money missing from your wallet? I I haven't checked my purse lately. I probably should do that. And as they say that, that's a trigger for Vicky because she goes right over to Ted's wallet. Why isn't it in your pocket? Who knows? And also she goes through Jones' purse and pulls money out of there. And she starts repeating what that guy told her, like, oh. Kid, why don't you try it? It'll make you fly. Where you been? And she's like, I'm on the moon. I can moonwalk. I can fly. To... And the was like, no, v- Vicky on drugs? I like, oh. <laughs> no, she didn't take any of those pills. Keep this, and the thing is I don't understand is why we keep bouncing back and forth between real clothes and this damn same freaking get up from season one and two. The red and white pinafore dress. It's like enough with this. Enough with it. I'm spaced
3: out. I'm
2: flying. <laughs> I'm a robot on drugs. She's not a Vicky, stop that! These are Vicky. Did
1: you take any of these? No. Well, obviously she's mimicking someone. Where'd you get these, Vicky?
3: I got those babies from the boy who came to the schoolyard. Well, did you see him? No, I wasn't there at the time.
1: You left Vicky alone?
3: Well, I had something important
2: No, you didn't.
3: He was kissing up to Jessica.
2: If you can't leave her alone.
1: pusher is the last thing I do. And Jamie, if this guy ever comes near you, you tell him to get lost.
3: That's right. And any other kid who tries to pressure you into using drugs. But don't worry. If I want to get high, all I have to do is sniff Jessica. Gross. Well, I'm going to call your
1: school principal and let him know what's going on. If he doesn't already know.
3: Tell him the first batch is a freebie, the second batch will cost him some cash.
2: So Jamie thinks that Vicky's on drugs. Like, no, because Ted even goes over. Did you take these drugs? And Vicky says no. He's like, well, where did you get them? And she says, a boy in the a boy in the schoolyard. So Ted, of course, decides like, I'm gonna call the principal of the school. If he's not aware, he definitely needs to be. And of course, like Jamie, well, and the fact that surprised Ted didn't say, it. you left her alone? Jamie, you don't ever leave her by herself. He's like, well, it's not important to do. My ass. You No, you did not. You need just leave that damn girl alone. She don't want you. You need to get that through your damn head. She don't want you. I would be like, she goes where you go. You sit down and eat. She sits down right next to you. You do not ever let her out of your sight. And Ted is like, I'm gonna get this drug pusher if it's the last thing I do. I'm gonna let the school know. And I think that's where we do get. Vicky is kind of a, I guess, what, uh, an informant? An an arc? um, Some way to catch this guy. Vicky says the first one's a freebie, the next one's gonna cost you some cash. It seems like every family sitcom at one point or another has had either an alcohol episode or a drug episode. Punky Brewster had at least two of them that we that we know. Um I don't think Elf did. Silver Spoon's did have an alcohol episode. In fact, it also had a drug episode as well. So, and I think part of me feels like the message that they were wanting to get across didn't really come as, uh, I think more of I think kids were more like, oh oh my gosh, it's a drug episode. (laughs) Well, or as adults, they're all laughing, looking back on it, like how dumb it was. It's like, with the D.A.R.E. program, I mean, even if I hadn't taken the D.A.R.E. program, I was never going to touch drugs. Never. The most if I ever had of, Alcohol would have been a wine cooler or when I was, like, 21. But I wasn't buying alcohol on the regular. Smoked a couple times, sure, but I never got hooked on it. I don't even think I really, truly inhaled, so. Just honestly, yeah, it felt more like the D.A.R.E. program was, like, more, like, why don't you say, from, like, hard drugs, cocaine, speed downers and uppers, I guess, whatever, they were, uh, marijuana was another one they want you to stay away from pot, which now it just seems like, since people are using it recreationally now, and, uh, it seems the 80s was like the hard drug was the cocaine, uh, Growing Pains did a cocaine episode with Mike going out to a party. And being offered cocaine. He didn't take it, but just... And then Kurt Cameron comes on at the end saying, I'm not trying to tell you what to do, but you're an idiot. Uh, Saved by the Bell also had a, a drug and alcohol episode. Yeah. All right, so now we got Jamie on the phone. Oh, my gosh, is he trying to... Girl, boy, dude, just get this girl. You need to find a girl that actually wants something to do with you that will give you the time of day. Not empty your bank account and not show you any love in return.
3: Hi, Jessica. It's Jamie, the man of your dreams. Gross. Jamie Lawson.
2: Yeah.
3: From school. Yeah, right. That's the one. Listen, I was just wondering if you made up your mind about going to the school dance with me yet. No. A lot of other girls want me to take them, but I'm holding out for you. I shouldn't hold out Well that's okay I'll wait for you to make up your mind Bye Jessica
2: You are desperate and that is not a good thing
1: Jamie it's probably your school principal (laughs) (laughs) Lawson. Mr. Bryant, come on in. Oh,
0: it's good to see you again.
1: Thank you. This is Officer Davis. Uh, she's a specialist on drug problems at the elementary and high school level. After you phone and told me what happened to Vicky today, I thought it was best that we contact the police. Oh, good idea.
0: Oh, uh, well, uh, please sit down. Uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Bryant filled me in about Vicky. It can be hard for kids to say no to a pusher, or to a friend who gives them drugs. Yeah, peer pressure can be real strong. We're offering a program in the schools to teach kids that it's okay to say no, and to keep saying it like a broken record. Like a broken record? That's right, Vicky. Well, do we have a program like that in our school, Mr. Bryant?
1: I'm embarrassed to say that we don't. I didn't think our school had
0: a drug problem. That's the first problem. That's not unusual. But almost all schools have the problem to some degree. Oh, isn't there something you can do about it? Like arrest the guy that gave Vicky the drugs? Yes, but we'd have to catch him in the act of selling it. Unfortunately, we'd need an undercover officer who looks 12 years old. Hey, I'll be your undercover officer. (sighs) I look 12 years old <laughs> Oh no that could be dangerous Now we'd never suggest using a child That way Mrs. Lawson
1: Well how about if a child's parent Suggested it Dad Um Johnny can I talk to you for a minute excuse us please Well Vicky already knows
2: what the guy looks like
1: Honey there'll, there'll be no real danger Vicki will be with him, and I can program her to protect him. Remember, she has the strength of 20 men. Well, no, I don't know. Honey, I think this is important enough to let him do it. I mean, if parents don't help with this problem, we may never lick this thing.
3: You're absolutely right.
1: Okay. Officer Davis, uh, we want Jamie to do it.
0: All right. Hey, uh, but we want Vicki to go along also. All right. <laughs> That's fantastic. I can assure you, we'll give the kids every protection. We'll have police all over the area.
1: Folks, you'll be doing your
0: school a great service. What exactly do you want them to do? Well, since Vicki knows the pusher, we'll use her to buy the drugs. Jamie could act as a new customer she brought along. That way, he can also be a witness later in court. <sighs> well, how about some coffee while we work out the details? Oh, that'd be well, great. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Mickey, would you get it started, please? No.
2: No. It's okay to say 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 no. no. Alright, so Jamie, of course, calls Jessica and he has to remind her who he is. And he's like, Oh, have you made up your mind yet about the dance, about going with me? Because I got people who really want to go with me, but I'm holding out for you. This kid is desperate with a capital D. So the principal comes over with a police officer, which is good. And they don't say the D.A.R.E. program specifically, but. He does mention, unfortunately, there is not a program like that in his school. He honestly felt like he didn't think it happened in all schools. Like, he thought he was, you know, basis of ignorance. He just assumed his school was safe. It's like, the police officer did tell him, well, unfortunately, a lot of schools are like that. That's just the way the world we're living in right now in 1987. So, yeah. But they do agree that Vicky can help out the police being informant, along with Jamie. Joan, of course, is nervous, being like, "What if this guy's got kind of a weapon on him? He could hurt my son." Ted said, "Look, I want Jamie to do this, but Vicky will be with him the whole time, and I can make it so she can protect him. She has the strength of twenty men, and not to mention, it makes sense with Vicky." Because she's already met this guy. He's already familiar with her. And the police officer says we could use Jamie as a new client for the guy. Like, Vicky can bring him along as a new customer. And that way, he can also get a description. And she even said there's going to be police, like, literally all over the place. You know, incognito and everything like that. So, they nothing to worry about. So, And, of course... The whole, it's okay to say no. Which, yes, it is. That way you don't sound like a broken record all the time. And you know mainly all these drug pushers, they all are getting their drugs from somebody that they have somebody that they have to answer to if they're not selling that stuff, if they're not getting money. So, it's like, come on now. When Jamie finds out that he can do this. He's like, "All oh, right," And I'd be like, first I would be like, now, Jamie, you need to understand this is very dangerous. This is a ser- this is not a game. We don't want you to get hurt. This is you're doing something very important. You need, you need to be taking this seriously. But then again, he had, I don't know any kid that is like, all right, cool. I'm gonna be an informant for the police or something. Like or Some, nothing real happens in his life. This is the biggest thing ever. All right, let's see how this plays out.
3: Are you sure you'll recognize the pusher when you see him, Vicky? I'll recognize him. Five foot nine, 146 and three quarter pounds, size eight, and they have shoe-like complexion, brown eyes, and brown hair that looks like it was cut with a power saw. <laughs> myself if i were Dolan johnson in miami vice would i be nervous no you'd be taller
2: <laughs> so is this supposed to be talented kind a of hearing name can you hear me okay with the microphone
3: under my shirt testing testing can you hear me yet testing testing you,
1: jamie. we're watching you're gonna be just fine can you hear us okay
0: loud and clear jamie speak up clearly so we'll be sure to hear everything and you and Vicky are sure about what to say, right? Right. And after we buy the drugs, then the cops bust him, right? Right. You two are going to be big heroes, Jamie. Hey, Jamie. Oh, shit. Oh, no. Jamie, get rid of your friend as quickly as possible. Okay. Jessica, what? what are you doing here? Well, I'm looking for my coat. But as long as you're
3: here, I've been thinking about the dance. Jessica, I can't talk to you right now. Well, it'll only take a second. I just want to tell you. No, to... Jessica, please. You have to leave. But Jamie, I just want Could to... i talking to Jessica. <laughs> really, Jessica, you gotta go. Well,
0: if that's where you want it, I was just going to tell you that I decided to go to the dance with you, but now you can just forget it. What? Take all your other women.
2: Good. Yeah,
3: yeah. Man, I'm gonna be a hero can't get a date. Oh,
2: <laughs> here he is. Here comes the
0: pusher. Professor Davis, the pusher just showed up. We see him, Jamie.
1: Look at him. He can't be more than 16 or 17 years old.
0: He probably started on drugs when he was Jamie's age. Now he has to sell them to other kids to support his own habit.
1: How sad. I figured to be back for more. How you doing, kid?
0: I'm buzzing
3: like a bee.
1: Way to go, way to go. Who's your uh,
3: friend? This is my brother. He wants some drugs, too.
2: Your brother, huh? Got any money, kid?
3: Would you speak up, please? What are you, hard of hearing? Hey, hey, what's that in your ear? A A hearing. hearing aid. So, have you got a lot of good stuff on you? How
1: you want,
3: pal? Would you speak into my shoulder, please? Jamie! <laughs> your shoulder? Are you sure you're not high already, kid? And I just want to hear you good. So, how much of this stuff do you sell the kids every day? <laughs> you want some drugs, you want a job as an accountant. Look, I don't have time to fool around, so if you want to buy something, get out your money. You mean money to buy drugs from you?
2: Is normal.
3: To buy Twinkies Maybe <laughs> okay. you buy something or I'm blowing He'll take the Twinkies <laughs> No, no, I'll take the drugs <laughs> All I got is 20 dollars
0: uh, That's okay, kid See, this week we got a uh,
1: Special introductory offer <laughs> How about you, kid? You ready for a refill?
3: No, after we buy the drugs Then the cops bust you. What? After we buy the drugs, then the cops bust you. Let's get out there. All officers, move in. Oh no. Hey man, you two are playing This is a setup. Stop it, Vicky! Hey, kid, get out of my way. Hey, what are you doing? What are you doing? Oh no. I don't believe what
1: I'm saying. Boy, it's amazing what kids can do when the old adrenaline gets flowing, you know.
2: Really amazing. Put him down. Hey
3: pal, from now on that's as high as you're
2: gonna get. Alright, so they got them set up in the court in the lunch yard. Jamie is wearing what honestly looks similar to an I'm not gonna say an AirPod, because those basically don't have wires attached, but He's testing out the microphone. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? And I would have been like, speak? I mean, they want to be able to pick it up, probably because they're recording it. But, um, and she says, here comes the drug pusher. But, of course, before we get to the drug pusher, Jessica comes out, and she's saying how she wants. What? Why did they choose to change this bitch of a character? I mean, she's still a bitch, but it's like they've toned her down. But I just, I don't understand why, but I guess they needed, like, oh, you yeah, and they're like, you need to get rid of her. Get her out of here. We can't have her here. It's not safe. Like, no, you can't be here right now. You can't be here. And she's like, oh, I was just going to tell you I was going to go to the dance with you. And he's like, what? And finally, Vicky's like, Jessica, take a hike. Get out of here. And Jamie has to, like, push Jess, Jessica out. like, eh. Great, I'm going to be a hero, and I'm going to be dateless. Buddy, if you get on TV, every girl's going to want to be with you. So, drug pusher shows up. And he's like, oh, who's your friend here, girl? She says, this is my brother. And they really should have schooled him on how to do this. Because... He's like, looks like you're wearing a wire. (laughs) What is that? And Jamie's like, oh, it's my hearing aid, so I can hear you better. He's like, oh, can you talk into my shoulder? And he's like, what, are you high already? Oh, my gosh. So, Jamie's got the money. He does give it to the guy. And he's, like, saying, oh, you mean the money to be able to buy drugs from you? (laughs) No, it just... My goodness, they can see him out there. So he realizes that they're drug inform- they're informants. And Vicky even says the police are here to arrest you. And the guy tries to leave, but of course Vicky, with the strength of 20 men, lifts him into the air. The police officer and the school principal are like, they cannot believe their eyes. And Ted's like, oh, well, imagine what adrenaline does when it's coursing through your body. So, and Jamie, of course, the last line is, hey, buddy, that's about as high as you're ever going to get. And that's how it ends. That's how the episode ends, basically. Because he also had asked Vicky if she wanted a refill. So they, no. But overall, it's not a bad episode. Again, it's like they can only do so much within the confines of what they can put on TV. And within a, like, 20-plus minute time period, you kind of got to smush it all together to make sure you get the conflict, and the resolution. So, let's see what I'm going to be covering next month on Small Wonder. See, it's going to be, oh yeah, it's the that other episode that I think is going to be a really good one. So it's gonna be season three, episode six. Read my lips. Jamie Befriends a deaf boy for the wrong reasons. Well, that's Jamie for you, everybody. Let's see. And then of course so that one's gonna be in June. For July, this is let's see. The promotion. To win a promotion over Brandon's boss fawning, Ted decides to reveal Vicky's a robot Vicky's robot secret to his boss at the company picnic unaware that Brandon is out to sabotage because Brandon is a piece of shit human being. So look forward to that one in July. (laughs) And I hope you all have a great rest of May and I'll see you towards the end of June. Bye-bye, everyone.